When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. From the After 9 Podcast Studios, this, this is the award-winning After 9 with Scott and Kat. Powered by Tony Johal, broker at REMAX Twin City. Your home sold guaranteed or he'll buy it. Good morning, guys. I'll get to the point right away. I'm retiring for good. <laughs> I know the process uh, was a pretty big deal last time, so when I woke up this morning, I figured I'd just press record and let you guys know first, so... Uh, won't be long-winded. Like you only get one super emotional retirement essay, and I used mine up last year. So, uh, really, thank you guys so much to every single one of you for supporting me, my family, my friends, my teammates, my competitors. Uh, I could go on forever. There's too many. Um, thank you guys for allowing me to live my absolute dream. I wouldn't change thing love you all the greatest of all time is now retired we think isn't it kind of soured when you've already done that announcement well like in a different way but you've already done that it's kind of like when michael jordan retired the first time around and everyone's like oh that's so sad and then he came back and you're like do I trust that he's actually done? It's very <laughs> reminiscent of that to me. With Tom Brady, and hi everybody, welcome to another episode of After 9. Tom really is the greatest, at least in the modern era, of football. And, and the fact that he retired last year and then came out of retirement not long after that, and he played another season, and then the other backstory with Giselle, his his ex, current whatever she is. I think the wife. divorce was like final real quick, wasn't it? Wasn't yeah. It like, a heavy, like an easy prenup, like this, this, that, you're done. Somebody told me she makes more money than he does. He, she's, she is richer than him. Yeah, she's, she does have. She's way, very well off. She covered. Trust me, the prenup was not had nothing to do with his wealth when she made him sign that. Interesting. Okay, well, Tom did retire, and that probably took some of the shine off. But what I really like about that video that he put out was that seemed very honest and authentic, and it seemed like. He's aware of the fact that he's already used up his retirement card. He knows. Yeah, yeah, I know I did it last year. That's when all the ESPN tributes were. That's when everybody was saying I was the greatest of all time. And then I came back and screwed the whole thing up. So now, for sure, I'm retired. Love you. Good day. Mm -hmm. Now he's going to make even more money playing uh, football commentator up in the booth. Yeah, and, and that's long. T- I mean, that's as long as he really wants to. He could do that for the rest of his life. I mean, you know this guy. That's the cool thing about... being Tom Brady. And I know there's lots of cool things about being Tom Brady, I'm sure for a lot of people, but when you have such an amazing career doing that and, and and obviously being good at it and working with all kinds of different personalities while you're doing it, then you get a job as commentator. You're set. He can do that as long as he wants to. He can really, he can, he's literally able to pick and choose whatever he wants to do. And I think now he already had a deal, which was not solidified because he went back to football with one of the networks. Who was it? I believe it was Fox Sports. Was it Fox Sports? So do you figure... I might be wrong, but I'm pretty sure it was Fox. Okay, so let's say it was Fox Sports. I figure they're going to get first dibs because they already had that. They were already in touch with them the first time, but who knows? Who knows? It's whoever has the most money, let's be honest. 100%. 
Kat, the other day I was getting gas and I took a picture of my gas tank because it had one of those clicky thingies. Yeah, the lockers. Yeah, the lock lockadoos. What, what I you- think that we're all telling. These are these are correct terms, everybody. Clicky thingy locky doos. I think that that's what they're called. Well, I, I took a picture of it and I shared it on social and it was very simple. I I appreciate the gas stations that still have these. Since then, that tweet went viral and, and I guess some people are feeling nostalgic, but there's a lot of people that have got very strong opinions about the gas stations. So I'm going to correct a few things if you saw the tweet or ended up in the rabbit hole of comments on it because it's in the thousands now. Uh, I did not know that all Petro Canada's have those. They got taken away years ago. And I don't know if it was really a safety thing or if somebody accidentally couldn't turn it off and blew up a gas station or if somebody got charged too much or gas spilled all over the place. Whatever the reason was, they got taken away from the vast majority of gas stations. At some point, Petro Canada got them and put them in and and they're at all Petro cans. That's great because the last thing I want to do is stand outside in the cold. Sorry, the last thing I want to do is stand out in the cold with my hand out pumping gas. <laughs> yeah. I'd much rather just click, click, and then go sit in the car until I hear the actual click that it's done, get out, and I'm good. I don't want to stand there like a sucker when it's minus 25 degrees on Friday getting gas just because they don't have a clicky thingy. Who does? Who does want to sit out there like an asshole in minus 30? Then why don't all gas stations have it? And, and I know there's some people probably yelling at their phone right now. You could put your gas cap in there. That does the same thing. Let's stop fucking around for a second here. Do you know how, do you know how little I want to go and unscrew the gas cap and then cut it off and then stick it in the handle just so that I can go and sit in the car? I'm not doing that. No, it should have it right there on the pump. And I'm glad to hear that petrol cans have it, and some others do. Apparently, outside of Ontario, most gas stations have them, including almost all of them in America. We seem to be somewhat of an anomaly here that it doesn't have the clicky thingy that lets it keep pumping hands-free. Mm-hmm. So, I don't need anyone else to tell me. You can just stick your gas pump in there. Somebody suggested I carry a stick in the car and stick the stick in there to hold it if it doesn't have one. What no. are you doing? Like it doesn't Why would I fucking do that? Why, why the fuck would I carry a stick around in the car just so I can hands-free what pump gas? Like use your head. You're not taking Okay, now some people do have large vehicles though. And this is where large vehicles I understand why you want to figure out these MacGyver situations because if you've got like a large van and you're filling it up for work, let's say, or you have a truck, I know. It takes a long time to fill those suckers up. And when it's minus 20, it sucks. I I, I get it. But I don't think I would do it. I would don't think I would do the stick thing. I, I've actually been lucky enough that the gas station I, I tend to use the most has it and has had it for long. I don't remember when I didn't have it. Really? Yeah. You also, uh, you full served not that long ago. I did full serve for the first time not long ago. That's amazing. It's I, weird, I, man. I never see full serve anymore. Where was this unicorn of a gas station? Oh, this was when I was in, this was when I was in Cambridge, but it was, um, off of, it was on Franklin. It was close to Maine, like that area. Okay. Well, listen, I'm not sticking anything in there. I'm not. I'm just going to go to gas stations that have the clicky thingy. And if that means that I've got to go to a Petro can for the rest of my life, so be it. I'm not standing outside when it's minus 25 holding that gas pump anymore. I'm not doing it. But I do want to thank everybody who shared that. It uh, it certainly went a long way, and I appreciate it. Cat, as of today, because it's February now, we are two weeks away from Valentine's Day. And there's already controversy over Valentine's Day. 
where we do one of our FM radio shows in Waterloo Region. Uh, Kitchener School taking some heat after announcing plans to cancel Valentine's Day this year. Gene Steckel Public School sent a note home to parents saying, While we acknowledge the celebration of Valentine's and are mindful of the popularity of that day, it is not celebrated by all students and families in our community. It's essential that all students feel welcomed and reflected at school and that our celebrations do not negatively impact our families and students. They also warned, do not send valentines for your kids to distribute this year. Then a rep for the board kind of washed their hands of it and said, uh, I know this is controversial. Okay, schools make their own decisions about Valentine's Day. But Valentine's Day is celebrated through candy and sweets, which are inconsistent with the healthy schools approach. Okay. You, but kay. not always. They're not always consistent with candies and sweets and things. I disagree with that. Uh, me too. You know what? I mean, I think that that's them just keep trying to pile on excuses to make this seem normal. But there's a lot of parents that are angry. A lot of people feel Valentine's Day is just one of those rites of passage things that you do at school. Everybody go and get the I choo choo choose you and <laughs> hand it out to somebody you like or even somebody you don't like. Maybe it's a day to mend some fences or build bridges. But either way. For years, I think most of us grew up with Valentine's Day in school. This is at least one school that are saying, no, nope, not anymore, because, and I quote, it is not celebrated by all students or families in our community. Okay, okay, so I'm trying to be, I'm trying to figure this out here. I am too. I've heard of this before. I've heard of this before, uh, actually, schools not allowing Valentine's, and it was for a different reason. It wasn't necessarily because some some families don't celebrate it, which is a weird thing to say, by the way. You you can you can like Valentine's Day, and it has nothing to do with a religion, right? Like, and to me, that's what I automatically think. Like, is this a religious thing? Are are they afraid that families can't afford to get Valentines? That's fine. Like, I, I think, by the way, not everybody should be forced to do it. Absolutely. But what about the people who do want to do it? Yeah. The one thing that I can think of is when students are excluded. That's sad. But I think that we're talking like toward the older grades, right? So remember your grade six, grade seven, grade eight. There's a lot of assholes there, right? I mean, there's that's a time. It's a very sensitive time, I think, for for kids. And so if you brought Valentine's and you purposely excluded one person or a group of people you disliked, maybe it made them feel bad. And that's the reason why they would say it. Again, that's like an off offshot thing that I can think of. Okay, so when it comes to is it a cost thing? couple things on that. Number one, if they truly are concerned about the cost, this could very easily use up some busy time at school and we just allocate an hour one day to writing out Valentines. Sure. Or, or pick, you, you draw names from a hat and you pick a val- you pick your Valentine, you, you draw them something. Like, oh, I drew this person. I'm going to draw them a picture. Boom. That's we all had, it takes. We had paper bags back when I was in elementary yeah. school. You taped your paper bag open on the top of your desk and people would just go around and drop them in. And everybody was walking around to all the different desks so nobody was keeping an eye on their own and then it was oh cool surprise I've got five valentines or I've got 20 valentines it was fine the way they did it you didn't really need to worry too much about people getting excluded no I don't recall there ever being an issue if this really is about money though I find that very hard to believe because I know for a fact that that school is likely still sending out their hot lunch orders and they're still sending out their pizza day orders and they're still asking for money every time parents turn around. That seems to be what schools do. It's just constantly asking for money. They do. They do that a lot. To say that we don't want parents to spend $12 on a box of Valentine's. 
Okay, fine. You could let kids make them. They're even cheaper than that, too. I mean, I just bought a box for four bucks. Well, see, it can't possibly be a cost thing, then. Is this just a... Is this a teacher that doesn't like Valentine's? Is this a... The whole school community got together? Did the trustees weigh in on this? Because we just elected them back in October. I don't know, but I'll be honest with you. It seems kind of weird. Does this school recognize, I don't know, Halloween? Do they celebrate Halloween in this school? Or is it, nope, no black, no orange, no costumes, nothing. No Mm -hmm. acknowledgement of Halloween. Because it seems like that's the way they're going with Valentine's Day. And it seems like a weird one to single out. Valentine's was one of those fairly simple occasions. It was just a nice day. And I I say there's no religion involved, but I believe it was based on like a St. Valentine or something, wasn't it? Was it? See, and I don't even know the history of it. Like, I, I don't even know. All I know is that it's a love day. And who doesn't love love? It doesn't, and, and when I say love, I don't mean between, you know, lovers. I mean just love. People love their friends, so they want to give them a little card. I, I mean, I again, I, I just, why why would this school turn it into, or any school that's doing this, or, or child care setting, I don't know, why would they want to go away with something like that? Like, there's no way you can't do something that takes away all of those issues you just said. It doesn't have to be about money, you know? It doesn't have to be about food. That's another thing that's ridiculous. Yeah, don't bring in food. Oh, okay. Were, were a lot of people doing that? I don't imagine they were. I, 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 I don't get it. What are we talking like somebody brought in like a bag of Hershey's Kisses and they got like a Hershey's Kiss with their card? Who gives know. a shit? I remember at one point like during the height of COVID, like I mean, it wouldn't even have been 2020. It would have been like maybe just 2021 being the only year where it was like, yeah, don't fucking hand out Valentine's because we all didn't know what was going on. Like, I don't want your germs. Don't give me your weird Valentine's card. Aside from that, I don't see I don't see why we need to worry about it. And and definitely people don't need to be shamed if they don't want to take part. Like again, it's optional, but I don't think that someone needs to set a rule that you can't do it. It just seems silly to me. Yeah, it just seems like an unforced error. And I'm reading through some of the social media groups that are talking about this. Mm-hmm. And and some people are saying this is just an alt- another example of ultra wokeism and shit like that. I don't even see it as wokeism. It just seems silly to me, like just a dumb policy. I I can't for the life of me figure out what they're thinking. And and if they are going to go down this road and ban Valentine's Day, what else are they banning? Yeah. What else? Are are they taking out Halloween? Is there there nothing for any of those secular holidays? Oh, there are a lot of schools that have already basically taken out Halloween. I mean, you mentioned it, like the wear no costumes, wear orange and black if you want to celebrate, if that. But I like, and that to me is silly too. That to me is silly too. Again, if it has to do with food and allergies and worries about that, fine. I think all parents can agree. Like, yeah, we're already abiding by that when we bring our kids' lunches to school. We're already doing that. So I understand not to bring a tray of peanut butter cookies in for the class on Valentine's Day. Okay. Yeah. That's fine. Don't use that as an excuse though. Uh, that why not to do it? I don't know. I think that you're right. I think you're bang on there. I think there's one person who dislikes it for some reason. Thinks we shouldn't be putting this on this generation. We should end it. So none of it is going to happen. Like, you know, it's one crusty person, I think. That kind of activism drives me crazy. Where are we at with this voucher system? I I really like the idea of every year parents get a voucher and they can take that voucher to whatever school they want to send their kid to. Private school, public school, Catholic school, whatever. Your voucher is good for a year's worth of education in Ontario. I I really hope that we go down that road because I think that parents would love the end result personally. And then you don't have to do this sort of shit. If you don't like a policy like that, fine. Send them to private school. Send them to a different school. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. 
For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Uh, while we're talking about Valentine's Day, this came up yesterday on the pod and again on our morning show today on Energy 95.3 and 91.5 The Beat. When I was talking about how I couldn't figure out what to get my girlfriend, somebody sent me a link last night. It was for boudoir photos. Oh. And I thought, oh, yeah, boudoir photos. I don't know if that's her thing. I don't know if she's going to want to do that. Might be a little out of her comfort zone. And I kind of discounted it. But then I actually clicked the link this morning. And I realized, oh, it's not boudoir photos. It's doudoir photos. <laughs> It's guys going in to get the bedroom shots done. Those spicy photos. Why can't guys do it too? They can, is the short answer. I mean, sure, guys could do the the sexy photos. Who's willing to, though? Well, this is the thing, (laughs) Kat. Who's signing up for it? I don't know whether it's... Okay, so I saw. I, I also looked at the link that Scott's talking about, and I see, like, you see examples. You know when you usually go to a photographer's website or something, right? So they'll give you examples of what they've done. And then a nice family photo and the dandelions and stuff like that, right? Wedding photos, great. So then the doudoir, is, you click on the doudoir, and I'm not sure whether I'm supposed to laugh or we're supposed to be turned on and looking at them. I'm not sure. I, I think so, some of it, I think, is done on purpose to be funny. Like when I see this... This guy, very butch guy in a forest, and he's just got underwear on, and he's, like, pretending to chop wood. Yeah. But he's rubbing his tummy. You know, I'm thinking, like, I don't really, I think he's doing it as a joke. So are we supposed to take them, are these people supposed to take him seriously? Or, I mean, there's a fair amount of sexy ones that you would want to do for your partner. So let's, let's, let's fantasize for a second here. Kat, it's February 14th. And your husband comes home and he's like, hey, babe, I've got your Valentine's gift. Turn on your airdrop. And then, bah, yeah. there's him wearing jeans in the shower, all covered in, <laughs> covered in water and soaking wet. Great. I, li- that, I mean, that's, that's great. I don't know. Is it, again, like, is he su- posing sexy? Yeah. Oh, oh seductively like standing yeah, in the shower cool with, with jeans on. I would enjoy that. What about the guy that's wearing galoshes and standing out in a snowbank in his underwear? Is that sexy Valentine stuff that yeah, you want to see? Because I'm not sure that I want to do that. I don't know. I think that there's some people who would like to see photos of their partner. That's like a, And that's something you share just between the two of you. And whether you think it's funny, cute, sexy, whatever it is, I mean, you just share it amongst yourselves. It's not like you're posting it on Instagram and shit like that. So I think that that's fine. Okay. But this is the problem. You're saying words like, it's fine. It's okay. Is it good? Is it? Am are I you going to look at those photos and be take like, it with me into the take ba- my fucking clothes <laughs> off right now and take me upstairs? I mean, maybe, potentially. I got to see, I got to see the photos first. <laughs> 
Like, are these, will I immediately go into the, the washroom with the photos or something? Is that, you know, I don't know. It depends on the photos. I'll be right back. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know. I, I see what you mean, though, because there is a different, it's, it, it's different when you say a female does it. And I think the majority of people who do boudoir photos are going to be females. That's just probably t- how it tends to be. But there's also the photographer angle. Don't forget that there's got to be a photographer on the other end that's willing to take shots of both or couple photos for that matter. I've suggested it a few times and she usually says no, but that's just with my that's, phone yeah, when I'm drunk. Yeah. Yeah. 1130 <laughs> after a few martinis, she's going to say no. Put that fucking phone you away. Stop. <laughs> okay. But, I don't blame her. Okay. But let's say I decide to go down this road and I'm going to do the doudoir photos. I am not, uh, how can I put this? Skinny. Or I don't look like the guys that have modeled for her in the past. It uh, or for this photographer. Now they've got your girlfriend. I was like, oh really? (laughs) (laughs) She got a treasure trove of photos. The models on this site all have like a a a good body and and nice hair and and they had their makeup and shit done. Me, it's just gonna be me and I don't know. Like, do I shave my chest for this? Wait, are you gonna bring props? I don't. Okay, so let's say you did. Listen, let's say you did do it. Okay, let's just put. Let's just do. Let's just pretend. Okay, just to make you feel. Either like you're going to do it or you're not. So you can get a clear answer. I think you've got to do props. Right? What props Well, you're just though? not going to stay. Okay, I've seen you at photo shoots. You don't even know how to stand there with clothes on. Like I That's can't even. That's true. You're not <laughs> I wrong. I can't even imagine you attempting to pose with clothes half off even. So I think you need some like radio-esque props? Like, would that turn her on? Or is that like the opposite where she's like, yeah, that's how we make the money, but put that microphone away and get that away from your from your junk. Like, that's weird. A, a listener suggested that this morning. Yeah. Stand there nude with a microphone with a, covering your dick. Yeah. I, I <laughs> how do I ask Dave to borrow a microphone? Do not touch a station microphone, please. Can I take that home tonight, Dave? Um. Yeah, that might be a little cliche. Like, should I... Should I borrow like a one of my firefighter friends hat and jacket with that? Is that the kind of sexy? Because I feel like I can't pull sexy off. Me, very practical. Lots of fun. (laughs) Sexy, not so much. No. (laughs) Maybe you should just get her a calendar of some other guys. (laughs) 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 Pretend these are all, put your face on them. Photoshop your face in. That would be funny. Photoshop your face into like those sexy firefighter calendars or something like that. Oh, yeah. That's what you should do. That would do something better for her. Okay, well, the thought or of- Or just get her a bracelet. Yeah. <laughs> just get I know, her a nice I know. piece of jewelry. And, and that's what I have a feeling I'm going to do, but yeah. I'm going to leave, I'm going to drag this out and leave it to the last minute, then I'm going to chicken out on these fucking doudoir photos, and then before you yeah. know it, I'm going to end up spending 10 times more than I wanted to. Honestly, it's not for you. I don't think it's for you. And I, and, and that said, I don't think it's for a lot of people because I think, I know people who have done it, m- females. I don't know any males that have done it. If there are males that have done it, shoot us a DM and just let us know how you felt. You don't have to send us the pictures. Good God, no. But just let us know how you felt about doing them. Like I know people who've done couples photos too with their partner, whoever that might be. But I, I don't think a lot of people would want, would do them. Okay, so not only do we want to hear from people who have done it, I want to know how it was received. How did you give it to your partner, and what was their reaction? Were they like, oh, yeah, or were they like, what the hell are you doing? And quick story time for you just to be aware. If this is a brand-new relationship, ask yourself if you're okay with that person having those photos 
in their possession because it happened to a girlfriend of mine when she got boudoir photos done and she gave it to him. And then like, a, it was a box. So to answer your question, it was like a little box that she had made and the photos were physical so that they couldn't be digital. You know what I mean? She didn't want to hand them like a USB stick or something. So she had them printed off specifically and given to him. When they broke up, she asked for them back because she was not comfortable with him keeping them and he wouldn't. So keep, uh. keep in mind that make sure this is a, your long-term partner or that person for you. And do you want them to have access to these photos? So ask yourself those questions first. Just a couple of side notes. Okay. That's good practical advice. Thank you. I, uh, I know you're saying no. I'm pretty confident it's going to be a no. I think so, too. But if we end up on February 13th and I'm going, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, uh, I might be going into the bathroom with my phone and take a few pictures. Oh, that is not the same. <laughs> that is not the same. But I'll just put a black and white filter hey, on it. They're supposed to be sexy. They turned out pretty pervy, though. Hey, in boudoir photos, I know they're typically like lingerie or underwear. Uh, are they ever yeah. like nude, nude? I think you, I'm sure you can. Would I have to be nude? And would I the photographer be a dude or, or a woman? These are all your choices. These, you're, you're acting as though there's a set rule. There's set rules. There's not. I think that you go with a photographer you're comfortable with, A, very important that that person makes you feel comfortable and safe. And then you choose. If you're feeling it in the moment, you got, you got, you got some like One Direction playing in the background. Baby, you light <laughs> you, up my world You're feeling up. comfortable and good and you feel like tearing it all off, then do it. You're not going to do any. He's not going to do any of those guys. It's not, it's not <laughs> happening. Like I said, this guy's so uncomfortable doing like photo sh- professional photo shoots, like for work <laughs> in nine layers of clothing. Ironically, we do those a lot. And I don't think I've ever once been comfortable at them. They're like, hey, <laughs> They're awkward, how about we play some music and get the mood going? And I'm like, get the fuck out of here. Just take the picture. <laughs> I, heard I, music I don't all I morning. need music. I'm good. Fuck off. Do you know what I do? Like, I don't need more music. <laughs> Tell you what. How, let's have a nice quiet photo shoot today. Let's do that. Um, I, I don't know that these next two things actually square up, but they both came out as stories on the same day. Yesterday, more than 2,300 people registered for a job fair at Pearson Airport. They're looking to boost their staff after nearly three years of turbulence and two summers of ruining people's vacations after the pandemic. So the GTAA says they're seeking staff in customer service and hospitality, as well as security and baggage handling. Mm. The Greater Toronto Airports Authority says air travel is roaring back after the industry was hard hit by the pandemic. But, quote, we can't fly without boots on the ground and in the sky. Mm. We can't fly without boots, boots on the and ground and in the sky. Cute. So that story comes out. Apparently, there's thousands of people that are looking for a job and would enjoy working at the airport. And the airport authority says air travel is roaring back. Here's the other story that came out at the exact same time. It's a huge blow to anyone hoping to travel to Europe this summer. WestJet says it has scrapped their transatlantic service between Ooh. Toronto, Halifax, Vancouver to Europe this summer. WestJet's executive VP and chief commercial officer says the changes were difficult decisions. He says the temporary suspension will help the airline reposition its investments to better serve passengers in future years. Really? Airlines are going to fly where there's passengers on that route. Mm-hmm. Airlines are going to go fucking anywhere that they can fill up an airplane. They're not confident they can fill their planes and send them transatlantic over to Europe. 
So how is it that there's that much demand on the airport authorities end, but the airlines are cutting flights like crazy? Yeah, are we just not going overseas? Is that what it is? Are not enough people going overseas, but they're doing like the smaller trips? I don't know. I mean, I'm thinking- It is thinking- expensive too. When you look at the price of going away, which I'm looking at right now, and the price of going away somewhere I would have gone, like Vegas, for example, is definitely higher than I remember the last time that I traveled to Vegas, which was pre-COVID. Are you thinking even like fly out of Hamilton on like swoop and that sort of thing? Or are you looking like Air Canada first class? I mean, I'm looking at Air Canada, but it's not because I would love to fly out of scoop. They're only certain days, right? And they just don't jive with me. Uh, They just don't jive. I would love to, though, because I hate Pearson so freaking much. One more thing for this episode. Uh, It's an Australian woman who is calling for and hear me out on this because I know some people are going to say that's outrageous. You can't do that. But maybe there's something to this. In the same way that we have bars where only adults can go. Mm -hmm. And in the same way that we have uh, uh, various things that are specific to certain ages. Right. She would like to see more adults-only suburbs. So that those who don't want to hear the sound of kids playing street hockey or bouncing a basketball or crying or whatever can enjoy their neighborhood without any of those distractions. Hmm. And and the way it would work is very simple. There's no like homeowner fees or anything like that, but you and your community would get together and just make a pact. We're an adults only neighborhood, no kids. (laughs) And if one of us sells, it's got to be to someone with no kids. Everybody's in on this. This is an adults only neighborhood. Could that ever work? That's like a retirement home. She's looking for a retirement oh, home. She should move to the villages like, in Florida. Honest She'd to love God, it. just go somewhere where there's a lot of old people. Go to those old... I'm not kidding because this all sounds fine in the moment until like someone gets knocked up. Then what? Are you going to get kicked out? Are you are all going to be looked like down upon? Or like, oh no, I'm pregnant. Fuck. And I'm going to keep it. <laughs> I'm going to keep the baby. But I live in this neighborhood. And what am I going to do? I got to move. Uh, so, but listen, I understand where she, this person's coming from. And I have kids. But I, I understand where she's coming from. That probably sounds like a, like a great idea for someone who has no kids. They aren't interested in having bikes across the lawns. And I've lived in that neighborhood before, by the way. I moved out of it. But I lived in that neighborhood where kids just left bikes everywhere and skateboards and and all that shit playing basketball right in front of your nice car and it's irritating so I totally understand because some kids don't learn the respect they should from their parents and I do think sometimes it's a parent problem oh sometimes it's also just kids being kids though they can be very respectful but still just want to play I'm not talking about kids being kids I'm talking about the ones who know that they shouldn't do it but they do it anyway on purpose because they're little assholes that's what I'm talking about specifically uh I get it I understand it I feel like this does exist, though. Is the, does this not exist? I feel like I've heard of this existing before, like a, an, an adult-only neighborhood. But I don't know if that's actually even allowed. Like, is that discriminatory to say no kids or infants allowed in this complex, for example? I don't know if you can actually legally do that. I'm not sure either, but she says, I am so sick of going places and kids are just everywhere, screaming, and I'm just expected to put up with it. She said she had just gone for a swim, and despite there being a separate pool for kids, there were kids, quote, jumping and screaming in the lap lane pool. And that is just allowed because kids seem to be allowed to go anywhere. I just feel like for people like me that are evil and hate kids, we should have our own suburb where we can just enjoy peace and quiet undisturbed. Right. Is that too much to ask? I mean, if you're paying over a million dollars for a home... 
you should get certain things. And if privacy is important to you or quiet's important to you, maybe that's not an unreasonable expectation. Uh, yeah. Hey, if she wants to start a petition of sorts to get something built for this, I'm not opposed to it. I know there's going to be people that are. There's going to be people that hate that, that hate the thought of it. Like, how do you not like the next generation? Like, you know, and look down upon her. But hey, if you're if you manage to gather together enough funds, you could probably get the attention of someone who's willing to build. My question to that woman would be though, go move. Why don't you go move in the middle of nowhere then? Because every single neighborhood that you're going to move into, especially right now, doesn't matter if it's an apartment or a a detached home, a doesn't matter. There's going to be kids. Unless you move to like the middle of nowhere. And by that, I mean a place with a lot of land. I think that that, way, you know, there's not going to be kids around. Sure, sure. But I don't know how she's defining kids. I'll be honest with you. I mean, my kids. Yeah, I certainly remember when they were younger and maybe there were some bikes on the driveway and maybe they did have friends over playing basketball or road hockey or something like that. I think every kid does. Sure. Now they're young adults and they're way louder now than they used to be. When they have a party, you can hear that a few streets down. I mean, just for the sheer loudness of the talking and the voices. I don't know where you want to draw the cutoff and say nobody under the age of, because if you say just no kids, that to me would say 18 and older. Mm. I don't think you're going to like much the 18 to 25 era because they're up late, they sleep all day, and and it's just not necessarily the best vibe for you if you're totally looking for that adult vibe, peace and quiet. Yeah, good point. I had a na- I had <laughs> I had a neighbor once who had was 17. I think I think that she was 17, poor girl. She learned how to drive for the first time and was trying to at least attempting to didn't do well. She ended up running over one of our trees on our front lawn. Oh no. At our at, at our at our last house. And so there's just one example of how shit can still happen, even when they're teenagers, even close to their 20s. Mind you, you're not going to love everything. I think this person might actually dislike people. That's possible. possible. And again, uh, to her, I would stress, maybe you should consider living in the middle of nowhere. And there are homes in the middle of nowhere that you could, I mean, they're expensive, but there are homes that you you can get built if you want in the middle of nowhere. I think she wants that human interaction and she wants to have neighbors and stuff, but she just wants to go out and do her garden and cut her grass and all that sort of shit and not have to look at kids stuff or hear kids stuff. But with the whole same modern amenities that we all have in every subdivision, I don't know that they ever would build an adults only subdivision, but I have a feeling it's probably going to be popular if they do. I think, I mean, I don't, again, I wonder what the legalities are there. Next time we get like Sandra Ziskin on here from Diamond and Dime or something, maybe she'd know something about this. I feel like lawyers are going to know mm-hmm. uh, more than we would. If that's even allowed, if I can say, let's say that all of a sudden I come upon many billions of dollars and I'm like, Scott, I'm creating a subdivision of homes. You doing another session for TikTok? <laughs> <laughs> My subdivision of homes We'll have no children. You have to sign something that says if you get pregnant or if you feel like you want to take in a kid randomly under the age of whatever. Can it be a kid? Maybe it's 23. Under the age of 23, you move out. Is that allowed? Like, and let's say I had the money to create these homes. Let's say I had the money to create just a small little community. And by that, I mean like 20 homes. Let's say there's like a small little 20 home area. Can I do that? I'm really curious to know. Okay, well, we'll leave it at that. Have yourselves a fantastic Wednesday, everybody. Again, uh, be prepared. Come Friday, it's going to be minus 23 degrees without the wind chill. Mm -hmm. The coldest it's been in three years. 
We'll be here then and tomorrow as well. Have a good... Oh, tomorrow's Groundhog Day. Yeah. Fucking right. Cool. Cool, 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 No problem. Her face it's just fine. got redder. It's fine. It just got redder. I, fine. I, I saw her cheeks get flush. As soon as I said Groundhog Day, it was like triggering. It's going to be a great day. It's going to be a great day. See you tomorrow, everybody. Bye. Warner Brothers announced that the Batman 2 starring Robert Pattinson will be released in October of 2025. <laughs> Not to be outdone, Marvel just announced that there's eight new movies coming out tomorrow and you have to see them all. Kids missed about 35% of a normal year's worth of learning during the coronavirus pandemic. Said kids, oh my God, that's more than half a year. <laughs> Guys, get this, I read that Whole Foods is asking suppliers to lower their prices. Yeah, we've gotten to the point where even Whole Foods can't afford Whole Foods. The UK announced uh, plans to improve its environment and hopes to restore at least 1.2 million acres of wildlife habitat to protect rare species like hedgehogs and red squirrels. Because if those die out, it could mean the end of the traditional English breakfast. The After 9 Podcast is powered by Tony Johal. Broker at REMAX Twin City. Your home sold, guaranteed, or he'll buy it.